Hello and welcome to Sports Console. I am Matt and I'm here with Fernando, Gav, and G. And we are here to talk for, about the 2021 NFL Draft. So uh, there's a lot to get started over here. And I believe this is the 22nd episode of the podcast, May 4th, 2021. And let's just start at the very beginning. It was an incredible draft night and a lot of quarterbacks were selected. Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> let me just say for a second. Let me just brag for a second here. And I, the Niners listened to me. I just got to say, Kyle Shanahan, uh, he realized that cooler heads prevailed, especially my head prevailed. And Trey Lance was the pick. Kyle Shanahan thought it was Mac Jones. Everyone thought it was Mac Jones. But it was always Trey Lance, baby. Trey goes Trace. But I want to know how you guys feel about that move because I'm feeling pretty good about it myself. But I think it was the right decision. I think he you guys are still going seven and ten. You fuck. Nah. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about the Patriots later. Yeah, we'll get to we'll get to why Gav is so mad later. But for <laughs> the Niners' sake, um, I think uh, the the pick in itself uh, was great. I think it gives you the value of like. Um, Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes, not similar to like play styles, but just the situation you were in playoff teams, you're going to get good experience. And then you'll have your next year quarterback ready to play. Um, I don't think Trey Lance is going to play this year, um, which is why they obviously kept Jimmy Garoppolo. So um, I think it'll work out for them. I think he was the right choice, either Lance or Fields. You can't really go wrong with them. Um, it's because the Niners system is not really reliant on the quarterback. So it doesn't really matter how much the quarterback can do until like you know until the needed um but yeah i think it was a i think i'd give it a yeah i mean when the niners traded up for the pick i had two quarterbacks in mind that i thought they were targeting and that was trey lance or justin fields the when they got up to number three i was convinced it was justin fields because only justin fields would probably be that high and they would want him because i thought they were targeting the guy but the allure of trey lance i think got to me, got to the Niners front office as well. And there's a little hint that they gave that they said that they were willing to trade from either picks three, four, five, or six. They were calling every one of those teams. So it meant like maybe they thought that Fields was going to drop as well, but I think they were targeting around that area. And they thought Lance could have gone 12, but then they weren't convinced because of his pro day. I think he had his pro day right before they traded up. And then they were able to trade up right after it because they were worried that Trey was going to fall, was, wasn't going to fall. Um, past number 10 or whatever and it's a gamble for sure because I believe he's only had 318 passing attempts at uh, North Dakota State so it's a huge gamble but you don't make this pick and you don't trade up to get this pick to then go for the safe uh, choice and maybe Justin Fields right you go to make a gamble they went all in on this gamble yeah I think one thing that really led the Niners to taking Trey Lance, I think was the high IQ. Um, I know that the big thing, even though he didn't play this year, Trey Lance was uh, in the 2019 season was calling his own plays, making offensive line adjustments. And, you know, that's a lot for a college quarterback because some NFL quarterbacks don't even get that level of, uh, you know, trust from their offensive coordinators or their head coach. So to see a quarterback in college be calling his own plays and, you know, making um, on the field adjustments like that, I think that and then just the whole interview process and, you know, the way Trey Lance presents himself, I think that really boosted him up the most because, you know, he has offered, I think, um, many Ivy League school offers, but he took, took a decision to go to North Dakota State 
So I think I showed you how like smart of a brain he is and just like how that translates to football. And, you know, Shanahan loves to, you know, whip and making these crazy plays and stuff. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely say that uh, that was one of the big decisions on why they took uh, Trey Lance. Yeah. As well as the fact that, you know, yeah, he's incredibly cerebral and you got to be cerebral to be in the uh, Shanahan offensive scheme. But at the same time, uh, just think of the running dynamic he brings to the team as well. Kyle Shanahan's already brilliant at coming up with these offensive run concepts and schemes. Just think of how he could just fake. You have Mostert in the backfield, Debo on a jet sweep, and then you could have Trey who could take it himself. And you and um, we also get Trey Sermon as well in the third round, I believe. So it's just the opportunities are endless, and I am looking. I'm looking forward to. You haven't even mentioned Kittle yet. I mean, yeah, Kittle's gonna fucking grind for them. It's just he's no. I just meant in the running game. Yeah, I mean he, he's, he's one of the big uh, components too there in that game. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but let's move on. As much as I want to talk about Trey Lance and gush over his passes, <laughs> and I'm probably going to look over all 318 passes for the next uh, for the entire offseason. But let's keep going with this. The Atlanta Falcons took Kyle Pitts, as expected later in the draft process, number four overall. Um, I think that's fine and all, I guess. But what do you think that means for Julio? Like, do you, Because there's been trade rumors coming along. Do you think he gets traded or no? Yeah, I think that means he's going to be gone. I don't know how. why would they keep him if they got the younger, cheaper options. You know, uh, Kyle Pitts doesn't really replicate what Julio does, but, you know, he does just get yards, and he's going to be a great option. I think, obviously, that's why they drafted him at four as the number one weapon off the board, the highest tight end's been drafted. You know, all the basic stuff that's been said about Kyle Pitts for the last few months is why he got drafted so high. But it for Julio, I think uh, his time in Atlanta is coming up. You know, they're already – screwed in cap with uh, Matt Ryan's contract. So um, I think next up would be Julio's contract that you're trying to work around. And the easiest way to work around it would be to trade him and, you know, try to get that cap space back for the next upcoming off season. Cause I think, I think Falcons realize this is not the year. Cause I mean, even though that the offense looks nice, they didn't really address their defense as well in the draft, which is why if I were the Falcons, I would have uh, thought about trading back. Uh, that hurt they drew, drove a hard bargain and which is why they didn't end up getting a trade up so i don't know i would have you know been okay with trading four or five spots back getting an extra couple first round picks and then ending up with a different if you really wanted an offensive player you could end it up with like waddle or you could end it up with jamar chase or something like that you know if you just traded back and let someone else trade up and but i have the extra picks for the rebuilding but that's my kind of concern with that pick yeah i mean i think that Kyle Pitts was in a value pick. It, it was really just a value pick at that point. He was the best player available potentially. And he probably isn't as needed with the Falcons. But at the same time, you know, you get a guy like that, he's going to help change your offense. Um, they could have traded back. And I heard that, you know, if Lance wasn't selected by the Niners, they could have gotten more trade offers up at four. But um, it is what it is. They get a dynamic piece to their offense. And... Let's uh, move on to the next three picks as well. The Bengals selected. Oh, also, by the way, Nando, how did you feel about um, Kyle Pitts being drafted by the Atlanta Falcons? Um, I expected them to pick Kyle Pitts. And the only other um, thing that would have made him fall was 
if they traded him, like you guys said, but I'm pretty sure the Bengals would have taken him because they took a fucking wide receiver instead of online to help Burrow. But I mean, I guess I'm going to have to root against Kyle Pitts now because he's in our division. Are you still going to draft him? Do you guys guys think this makes the uh, Pitts a viable tight end option in fantasy? You know, we always talk about the tight end wasteland. Does Pitts make it out of there? Oh yeah, so dude, he's got a lot of talent, and when they had um the the pre their previous tight end, I forgot his name. He went to Hurst. Uh, no, not Hurst. The, the one before that last Hooper. Two years ago. Yeah, Hooper. He was I streamed him pretty a, a, a lot quite often, and he 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 was able to like like have a decent uh floor. Wait, what Cooper? Uh, Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper. Oh, Austin Hooper. Yeah. I thought you, thought you sounded like you said Cooper. No, no, Hooper. Yeah, and I think that's the concern of targets is like the big thing for me. Obviously, with the crowded offense there, you know, are you do you guys think that he'll get enough touches and and or yards slash touchdowns to you know have a viable season? Honestly, I think they do trade Julio and it opens up more targets for him. But I don't know. We have to see. That's my concern as well. I'm like, I don't know about the target share for him. And Hayden Hurst is still there. I don't think he's going to be a big option now moving forward. I think Kyle Pitts is going to take that over instantaneously. But, I mean, I would I draft him in the later kind of area. Not I wouldn't draft him in that Kittle, Kelsey, uh, Andrews kind of range, but maybe in that, um, you know, the Janu, the Hunter Henry kind of area that we were talking about but last time. It's maybe in the later rounds. Hope that it sticks. I think that's a fair evaluation for him. Speaking about valuing receivers over linemen, the Bengals probably took one of the most surprising moves, at least for us, I guess, in this case, because I'm pretty sure we were adamant about the fact that the Bengals should draft Panay Suel over Jamar Chase with the fifth overall pick. And, of course, the Bengals did exactly the opposite. So is this move going to work out for Joe Burrow and his legs? Well, I mean, if uh, Jamar Chase is going to move to tight end or – become an O-lineman, uh, I don't think it is. I mean, it's going to look pretty. We'll put up numbers, but I don't know if that's really going to address their biggest concern. It felt like more of a want than a need. Yeah, I'm almost 90% sure that um, Burrow asked for Chase, and it is very unfortunate that he is not, I guess, he doesn't have the foresight to believe that he, he's going to be okay. And, uh, but, you know, maybe he wants to play with his buddy. I guess that's okay in some sense. But I remember I was screaming at the TV because I think Joe Burrow is one of the most exciting players in the game to watch. And I'm looking forward to his future. And I don't want to see his future be cut short by, you know, the next couple of years just because they refuse to get him some O-linemen. Or he refuses to get himself some O-linemen. I was just disappointed because, like – the O-line would have – like, drafting Swell would have helped Joe Mixon too. And I love Joe Mixon, dude. He he helped me in my championship run. Just so annoying. I'll Joe really Mixon's the not good. The- Joe okay. Mixon is not good. Okay, then. You're a hater. <laughs> I, I whooped your ass with him. That's why, dude. <laughs> he has, like, one good game out of the season. He scores, like, 50 points. Well, that was the one good game I needed to beat your ass, so. <laughs> Didn't you trade Mixon to me? Yes, First afterwards. Ball. I traded him after. Yeah. I, I used him and then abused him. <laughs> Joe Mixon going to be on our ass, bro. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to piss off Joe Mixon. 
Uh, <laughs> oh. oh man. So let's move on to the next pick with uh, the Lions drafting who we thought should have gone to the Bengals, the Penn A school. I think I think we'd all agree that's just a you know it's a lineman. It's a great it's pick. It's a great yeah. pick. Generational he, pick. He is such a good fit for them just because like Dan Campbell wants these violent dudes, right? He was like, let's take their kneecaps off or whatever in his first yeah. press conference. And Panacea is exactly that kind of guy. And Jared Goff struggles in protection, right? When he doesn't have any, when he has pressure on him. So it's a good uh, pick just because I think Sewell is going to be his guy. He's going to be his blindside blocker. Maybe Goff will actually succeed for once. Okay, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. He's not throwing yeah. the ball at Sewell. Come on. Yeah, he has Sewell no Sewell weapons. Dark horse. <laughs> he's, he's got number one receiver Ross, probably Brown Brown or Johnson. they should have yeah. taken a wide receiver i'm pretty sure they would have taken uh oh no no never mind they huh? should have taken a wide receiver well they had um they could have taken Devonte, right right i think they could have i think they, they decided like... to well i mean i don't think wait do we skip the dolphins the pick? Offensive line, you know? oh well we'll talk about it later yeah, but you know, like with the offense, I mean, you say it's a hit, you know, it's a you know, plug and play for the next 10 15 years almost. You know, mm-hmm. they've been getting like I feel like you know, even like when you take the old rounds and they were awful, you know, you still had Joe Thomas, who is just a legend. You know, I feel like that might be the type of vibe that the Lions are going to have here. And it's just a great offensive lineman that's going to waste. And I hate to see it, but I mean, they think Sue is going to be the surefire Hall of Famer in this, so. If you got a chance to get a surefire Hall of Famer, you get him. You you worry about wide receiver later. And they did draft <laughs> the wide receiver in the fourth round, Amon Raw St. Brown out of USC. So I guess target him in fantasy. He's going to be the number one option because I have no idea who else is on that team. <laughs> they have Terrell Williams. They have uh, what's his name? Yeah, Hawkinson, the tight end. <laughs> Hawkinson. Carry on Johnson. And DeAndre Swift, Swift yeah. Swift. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be killing it. He's going to be Christian McCaffrey in that offense. Oh, man. That'd be, that'd be something to see. So many PPR points. Um, okay. Yeah. And then the Panthers took a very surprising pick, I think, as well. In J.C. Horn, I mean, he was flying up boards, but I don't think that anyone expected um, the Panthers to be the one to pick him at the end. I mean, Nando, were you surprised at this? Mm, yep i thought um honestly after um justin fields fell to us i really thought that we were going to take justin fields and then my second option was going to be um patrick but i i really yeah and then my third i thought we were going to take the o-line what's his name slater from northwestern but i didn't i fuck i mean he's good but like i don't know I agree with Nando. I thought you guys were going Slater too. I think it's a good pick because it helps our young defense. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think a, 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 a offensive lineman like Slater. I think he's like one A one B with school. So I would have gone there, but you know um, they don't have like the greatest secondary unit in Carolina. And when you're going to be going up against like uh, Michael Thomas twice a year, Mike Evans twice a year, um, Godwin A B, you know. And then the whatever, all the weapons the Falcons have, right? You're going to be playing them twice a year. You kind of need as many corners and safeties as you can get. So, I mean, I think um, it wasn't a bad choice. I would have gone Patrick Sertan if I was my corner at that pick before. But, you know, that's teach thrown, I guess. Yeah, I would have liked that better as well. But, you know, fuck. We always fuck up. 
hopefully we didn't fuck up this one. The last three years, the Panthers have drafted a defensive player in the uh, first round. I don't mind this defensive player. <laughs> you just don't mind the uh, defensive lineman. I just wanted a different defensive player. We got one. <laughs> hey, no more D-lineman? Hell no. I'm very sad you guys didn't pick Quiddy Pay. I thought it was going to be Quiddy Pay. Honestly, I kind of wanted us to um, pick. I wanted us to trade down with the Patriots so we could take um, Parsons and then just get more draft picks. Yeah, but then you would have allowed the Patriots to select Justin Fields. That's what I would have done. I I don't really care, dude. They're in the AFC. Fuck that. No, we should all care about what the Patriots do. (laughs) (laughs) For once in in our our lives, I wanted the the Panthers fans and the Patriots fans to be together. It's like, yes. You already got Cam to do that for you. (laughs) Oh, no, dude. (laughs) They're done with him. And, And Mac. Yeah, and Mac. Never uh, forget the Mac. <laughs> Speaking yeah, of which, big... oh, yeah, let's talk. Well, let's talk actually about number eleven first of all, because when we were watching the draft live, we saw that a trade was coming in from the New York Giants after the Eagles selected Devonta Smith and traded up the Cowboys, and right in front of the Giants, the Giants decided to trade, and there was a split second in time where that team could have been anyone trading up to get that guy. And Gav thought it was his team. Um, and, when the, and when the Chicago Bears were the team that traded up and they were now on the clock, I think that was the moment that um, hope died. <laughs> I, I died inside. I cried. You can't tell me it didn't seem weird that the Chicago Bears finally made the right decision. You know, like after the whole Mr. Risky thing, like I feel like I always just like, associated the Bears making the bad decision at quarterback. So seeing them trade up and just select someone like Justin Fields, like who is a certified baller, just didn't really like really make sense because, you know, I assume like they'd trade up and like go Mac Jones or something, I right? Know, that's what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> just to find <laughs> a way to fuck it up, it. right? But like they took the right person, traded up right before they had to because, you know, right after them were a bunch of AFC East teams that don't need quarterbacks. So they took the right spot. And, you know, I don't think they gave up as much as the Niners did. So I'd consider that a W. One extra first-round pick is not that bad for franchise quarterback. That's true. I mean, Justin Jones fell far for no reason. I still think he's the second-best quarterback in this draft class. Facts. And, yeah, makes no sense. But um, no, Mac Bears Jones. got a good one. No. Who's no. first? <laughs> Mac Jones. Gabby, like McCorkle is my favorite quarterback. McCorkle, McCorkle is my favorite quarterback. His name is outstanding. His game, even better. Big Mac. I think we should just go to it. Then. So, Gab, tell everybody how you feel about the, the your favorite pick of the draft at 15. It's like it's like if you're walking your dog and then you let it, it runs away from you on accident. You like let go of the leash and then it gets hit by a car. That's how sad I was. What the fuck? <laughs> I was very sad. You have no I, faith in Mac Jones. I have. Well, okay. I okay. I have faith in him. I feel like it's like the perfect match for Bill because he likes immobile quarterbacks who are smart, right? But I we could have had Trey Lance. It was the eleventh pick, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. As soon as I saw that, uh, as soon as I saw like Trey Lance get picked, I was like, oh man, he's going all the way. Is it? Oh, no. Yeah, Fields. No, no. As soon as I saw Trey Lance, when you guys picked Trey Lance with the oh, pick, okay. I was like, "Oh man, this is it." They they think uh, Justin Fields is trash. He's gonna fall all the way to fifteen. 
That's why I was I was like, and then the bears come and cock me, dude. I swear to God, if I see a Bears fan, <laughs> if any Bears fans listen to the podcast, I will find you and I will murder you, dude. You take away my joy. All right, FBI. You what do you mean? You have so much joy with McCorkle now. No, dude, are you kidding me? Would you, you want McCorkle? Did you see his stride no. to the podium? <laughs> dude. That's the Bill Belichick type to walk, man. Oh my God, dude. He walks High school with... principal vibes. I mean, even <laughs> I hate him, dude. Just as like... <laughs> He knows he's like, oh. At least God. he won't be playing this year. You still got scam ad Newton. No, dude, they're <laughs> they're gonna bench him. I bet you like third game, they're like, okay, we've had enough of Cam Mac. Get in there. I think he's I think he's uh NFL ready. It's just I don't want to see him. Well, we missed it on I, I'm still sad over Justin Fields, dude. What a what a connection it's gonna be this year to watch Mac Jones throwing touchdowns to Kendrick Bourne. Oh, oh, oh my god, that was supposed to be in the Niners. Too. Is, yeah, it could have easily those. been the Niners. <laughs> I did not want that. <laughs> I cry. Sure, you should go back and look at all the clips where Gav was talking was... Shit to Matt about Mac yeah. Jones and Kendrick Bourne. And now, all play that. <laughs> I was so down bad, dude. When I saw that pit, or when I saw we picked Mac Jones afterwards, we had to go get McDonald's and a Big Mac just so I could pray that Mac Jones would do better than I think he's going to be. Um, the, full, the full story was that Chipotle, we were going to go to Chipotle the day before, and I was going to order a Trey Lance bowl for good luck. But then Chipotle was closed and everyone wanted to go to McDonald's. And I was like, I'm not going to McDonald's. It's McDonald's. We can't go there. You don't want It's going to be bad luck. And then. <laughs> I, was, dude, I didn't even get McDonald's because like, maybe he's right, dude. It didn't yeah. fucking matter. It didn't matter for him. <laughs> it was meant to be. It was meant to be. Yeah. I mean, I got the Trey Lance Bowl the next day in celebration. Wait, they have and a Trey Lance Bowl? They had a Trey Lance Bowl. It was only up until draft day. What the fuck? Look, all I know what is, is Mac Jones is he's fast as shit. He's thinking. What's the Trey Lance Bowl? <laughs> I think it's like steak, um, brown rice, um, like salsa, green salsa. I'm not. I'm not sure what else. It was delicious a, though. They had a Fields Bowl where it was just like straight vegetarian. Yeah, Fields is vegan. That's why. That's why Fields, my guy. I know it would have been perfect. We go from like. A quarterback who likes to be vegetarian, he's like all like healthy and shit. Diet, yeah. Now we go to this fat so Bill motherfucker. Bill Belichick like kind of fat. He probably That's likes just... Mac. He probably likes Mac, Big Macs, and the double Whopper Max. He makes Mac him Jones feel good about himself. That, he doesn't have that mental toughness. That's what he I just, fear about him because he's just Mac. Mac basically like everyone's comparing him to Tom Brady, but it's only because they're both unathletic as shit, right? But Tom Brady was one of the greatest players of all times because he was the most competitive he's motherfucker competitive. out there. He'll he, rip your throat out. Yeah. Even after six rings, he's like, I got to spite Bill Belichick for some fucking reason. Right? <laughs> so it's just like, and I don't see Mac having that same competitive energy. He feels like, like he literally was inherited the job after Hertz left, Tua left, everyone left. And then he just, um, he picked it up, right? He had a great season, no doubt. But at the same time, he was with the stack team. And I don't think that he has that competitive fire that Brady has. It's not saying that he's going to be good, but he's not going to be as good as Brady just because he was drafted by the same team. And he's like, he has a weak ass arm and a fat bod, right? It's just, it's, you got to have like a different level. There's a different level. You got to be there. I think in his defense and Mac Jones defense, I think you can win with him though. Yeah, Yeah, I know we can win with him. Okay. It's not like he's, he's not a good fit. Okay. He, He, Bill Belichick wants that like, 
Make that pass here. He's smart. I, at least he's smart, okay? No. He, he's got a good pocket presence, okay? <laughs> he can't fucking run for shit. I just want a quarterback that can run. <laughs> if it was 1970 and we were playing pocket passes and we ran the ball 32 times a game, you'd be you'd have a franchise quarterback. <laughs> oh, my Mac God. Mac Jones, hell yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go back to 1970, dude. I'm ready. I'm sure Mac Jones wants to. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> just leave me alone. Stop. Every time I hear him, I cry. <laughs> See, I, I see see a team like the Steelers, we take the guy that we're supposed to, and that's a oh, the surfire, actual Alabama star. You know, not like a McCorkle. <laughs> we took a star that came out of Alabama. I know. I know. I know. Okay. I get Nachi it. Harris, sure. man. How do you feel? Like I, I mean, it feels like the perfect pick, honestly. Like it's like the perfect fit. He, he he gives me Steeler type of vibes, you know. He gives he gives that energy off that like he just wants to like get the ball twenty five times a game, and even though all of them probably gonna be like three yards, you know. That's the type of guy like he gives me that type of energy, and like I know he's got that special factor to him, but I don't know if he's gonna be able to like really display that this year, which is the way our offense is. But hey, man, all I'm saying we had a great draft. I think our offense is looking much nicer. Ben and you know they're saying, "Hey, I'm, I'm gonna let you guys know on some insider information. Watson's not playing this year, and that when he comes back in 2022, they're gonna look to trade him." Hey, hey, Watson to Pittsburgh. That's oh all God. I'm saying. What if he's in jail? <laughs> yeah, it would, be a perfect fit. it would be a perfect fit. Another one woman be it to another. Hey, hey, hey. Neither, that's Super Bowl winner to a Super Bowl winner. Oh, okay. Where's <laughs> the context? Neither of them beat women, I'm pretty sure, right? That wasn't the charges uh, against them. Allegedly. 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 I think it was allegedly. a different kind of assault, right? But I think I think we got a great – we got a star, bona fide. I think he's going to be like a bell cow's first year in the league. Uh, I think he gives really good fantasy value and finishing drives as a – He's a dual threat, so he'll receive touchdowns and rush touchdowns in, which I think is very, very much needed. And when you're trying to move to a college-style offense, I think having someone like that that can, you know, brings much, much like Le'Veon Bell, you know, play style-wise, being able to, you know, jump over, catch, block, but not the quickest, not like that doesn't have that breakaway speed. I think, you know, this is really going to bring the Steelers' offensive or running game back. So it's going to be good to see again, though finally have a capable running back no capable running back is james Conner. this is a dynamic running back and um i i I love the fit here again i think it's a perfect move and sealers love bell cow back so i think he's going to get a lot of carries no more benny snell no more jalen samuels it's going to be all naji maybe jalen samuels will go back to tight end again (laughs) and we can just sneak him in in our fantasy lineups like the good old days the good old days him and Tatum Hill. God. That'd be great. Do you what would do you how uh how high would you draft him in fantasy? Uh Najee? Yeah. Um I'd probably say like um fourth or fifth, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Um I can't because of the rookie factor, you can't really ever, you know, put your marbles into him. So I can it's taking me away from like obviously that top tier of running back. Um the second tier with like the mix ins and like the um, I'd say like the Austin Ecklers and all those type of running backs. I think he's right there with them just because he's got that pass catching ability and you know how valuable that is in fantasy. And yeah. like we said, he, we've been looking for a bell cow running back, and, you know, um, 
I think he'll have a very similar role to Jonathan Taylor, but he'll have them. He'll have more carries quicker, if that makes sense. It's good to for the Colts. Jonathan Taylor took a while to get all those carries. I think for the Steelers, they know like if we want to run the ball, like there's no one else on our team that can do it the way Najee can, even though Najee's just a rookie. Yeah, so I give I mean, him got a lot of value. You don't invest the first round pick and then back and then don't start him almost immediately. Like Taylor, yeah, he got he had uh, Naheem Hines and um, Jordan Wilkins, I think, as well. And then he was kind of he was getting off the ground kind of slow, and then he broke out. I think a lot of uh, running backs do that as well. Cam Akers is another example of that. But I think Najee will get a lot of carries early on. I maybe he's not the most efficient in the first, but he's gonna like in the first half of the season, but he's going to at least get those carries. So you would be able to um, have some optimism about that. And then he's probably going to get a feel for the game, break out in the latter half of the season. So I'd love to draft him in the fourth, fifth round. He'd be like your third running back in that case. And then he has the potential to be your second or first at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I think he has a big upside and a, a very good floor. Yeah. So let's talk about some of these reunions here as well. Um, we kind of covered the Chase and Burrow situation, but they weren't the only ones to reunite in this draft. We also had Jalen Waddle and Tua Tagovailoa, both Alabama players. Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts, also both from Alabama. And Travis Etienne and Trevor Lawrence as well from Clemson um, reuniting with the Jaguars to uh, my disdain. I mean, do you see this as a trend coming forward, I feel like a lot of these college plays, like most of these guys were already established in their teams, except for Lawrence. Um, but it seems like they're re reuniting all these uh, college plays together again. Do you think that that's going to work out well for them? Do you think that's like a trend? Do you think that they're going to build more chemistry off the ground just based off of that? I think it helps having a familiar face, you know, especially in cases like um, Hertz and Tua where, you're already kind of being doubted and there's so many question marks about you, you know, like I don't think there's as many question marks about Trevor Lawrence and, you know, um, not there's, there will be soon, I think after the season starts, but, you know, as of right now, I think everybody knows that he was number one pick and, you know, he's a lock to be a great player. Whereas Tula and Hertz more, um, there were still questions about them, you know, can they play? Is Tua just a game manager? Can Hertz do anything other than run? All these other questions that people have, you know, so it's, it's, it definitely helps rather than bringing in like a brand new receiver that you have to work with, you know, understand when they're going to break out of routes and all that type of stuff. You mm -hmm. just bring in someone that you've been throwing to for like two or three years before that, you know? So it's like, you can just, you know, pick up kind of where you left off. You kind of have like a, like a more of like a familiarity with like where they want the ball, how they want to want it, where they're going to break, you know, how, what they can do and all that type of stuff, you know? So when you're already getting questions and stuff, it's very nice to probably have a familiar face that you've thrown to. You've been in like these big bowl games before, you know, obviously those aren't comparable to the NFL talent, but the stage wise, you know, in the biggest lights, you have familiar faces. I think that'll definitely help them long-term. Yeah. I think they're the, these unspoken tendencies that you tend to pick up on when you play with each other more and more often, right? Maybe they break a certain way on a route. Maybe um, they have a signal and they're throwing, right? And I think that it really helps your familiarity as well. Um, and let's move on also to the next pick after, right after Najee Harris, because I, I just want to talk about this for a second. I feel like this is the most surprising pick of the night to me, other than um, 
the Niners pick as well. But Travis Etienne to the Jacksonville Jaguars, right after Najee Harris, mind you. What do you guys think of this move? I have some thoughts, but uh, <laughs> I'll let you guys go first. Oh, I'm glad because it fucks you. <laughs> not happy yeah, I mean, about it. So, so is is James not going to be the how, how do you, how do you say his name? RB Winston. <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced good, sir. James the Flames RB one season. No, and I'm furious. <laughs> you had him, right, Matt? I did yeah, have him. And you bought a poster of him. I did buy a poster of him. <laughs> Just so he bad boy. I love him, man. It's It pisses me off, dude. It, he was a waiver wire pickup, first of all, week one. And he proceeded to be the number four highest scoring running back in fantasy football. And then Urban Meyer and that fuck Trent Balky decided to draft a running back in the first round, even though the only thing that worked for them, I watched all 16 fucking Jacksonville Jaguars games just because of James Robinson. He was the only thing that made um, that product watchable. He's the only thing that works. And they decide, oh, let's invest a first round pick just to make Trevor Lawrence happy. And they select Travis Etienne. This motherfucking Lord Farquaad can win with any fucking running back if he had to. He doesn't need Travis Etienne. He has James Robinson. Lord it makes absolutely no sense to me that he that they selected Travis Etienne and Yeah, wait, wait, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Let me yes, let me yes. explain okay. you some reason. Let me give you some reason. Okay, so Urban Meyer, I heard, was very interested in building ground up as in running game, running game, running game. Even though he did draft Trevor Lawrence, obviously, and you know, Trevor Lawrence is supposed to be a uh, next coming of Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But he wants to solidify a run game. And James Robinson is a runner and a running only. He cannot catch. He cannot do anything else. And and he is just a strictly running back, you know? Whereas ETN brings up that possibility of the the sweeps and the screens and all that. I think, I don't think, like, obviously it's going to hurt his, you know, his touches, but I don't think it's going to drop him too bad is the way Matt's making it seem like. I think there's going to be enough football to go around because there's a lack of receiver, a number one receiver. I think Etienne will get a lot of the pass work, even be out there at the same time with Robinson. I don't think it's too far-fetched to say that both of them will have really good seasons, fantasy-wise, and I don't think it kills James the Flames, RB1 son. <laughs> I think it does, unfortunately. I think it does in the term in terms of him being a top five running back, right? Or even a top ten running back at that point. Or like Definitely. an RB one son, right? So it's I think he can still be RB one. I, I he could, but it would take a lot, right? It would have to be like a literally an Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram kind of situation where he's the Kamara and not ETN is the Kamara, right? And I don't think that's the case because what i see in this is that urban meyer's indicating his preference he already signed carlos hyde this offseason and that kind of pissed me off because but then people were like no hyde's a backup running back he's just um you know he gets some rotational carries and stuff like that they still got chris thompson i think as well who's a receiving back then you draft travis Etienne, 
And you invest a first round pick in him. We just covered this, right? Najee Harris, when you invest a first round pick in a running back, you know that for real. And they're going to start them right away because you want to get that value out of that pick. I feel like Urban Meyer has a preference and he ha- he's going to prefer ETN. He's going to prefer ETN over Robinson. I don't I think, think he is too, but I, think that, I don't think I mean, I don't think it kills it either. But like, you got to think of it like, uh, I would compare the situation to Kamara and Mark Ingram from what, four years ago, three years ago with the Saints, where mm-hmm. Kamara came in and, you know, I lit the board up. But Mark Ingram was still almost running back one, running back two, high, 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 high floor. And, you know, a low ceiling relatively because, you know, he's not going to explode. But every week, you know, he's going to get 15 touches and probably get in a touchdown or something, you know. If, you know, I think that's not like, I think that'd be a good role for Robinson. You know, he could still squeak into RB1 depending on the amount of touchdowns and whatnot he gets. You know, he's not as slow as Mark Ingram. So I would say he still has opportunity to, you know, have a big role and, you know, not be completely, you know, just put to the side in this offense. And it also likens back to um, way back when when C.J. Spiller was selected in the first round and Fred Jackson was actually an undrafted free agent with the Buffalo Bills. And they had to split time together as well. I mean, it just kills me. The worst thing you could see in, like the worst four words that you could hear when you are a fan of a running back is running back by committee. And it feels like James, the Flames, R.B. Winston has been relegated for no reason. And it continues to frustrate me and i already hate Trent bulky don't worry about that i hate urban meyer mostly because of ohio state and i am going to say this right now on this podcast that's not going to work out in jacksonville they're going to ruin that fucking franchise i hope they get fired you think so i hope they get fired I just from that get hit by a car my james the flames james the flames will probably end up somewhere else by next year I hope he does. Come to the Niners. Oh, Lord. Okay, let's, let's go to the next pick. <laughs> oh, I mean, man. do you see? did you see any other surprisingly dumb moves that you want to talk about? I can go first with, I think, the most obvious one that everybody's been pouncing on since draft is the Raiders' first-round pick with uh, Alex Leatherwood, uh, offensive tackle. I think he was like projected a second round grade and there was still, oh, I'm in mean, like, uh, I want to say like um, there was still Elijah Vera Tucker, I think it was the name. I think there was a few good linemen that are still a person there. So I think it was also one of them, O-Tackle, who's supposed to be significantly better. Um, I think that just didn't make any sense. Like there's just bona fide, like, oh, offensive linemen, I feel like are less like predictable, like unpredictable than like other skill positions because you know what you're getting out of them. You've seen him like kind of go up against like certain talents and before whatnot. And I think like just kind of going and dra- drafting an O-lineman much higher than you need to. It's not like, you know, I don't feel like there's like a threat. Like there's a receivers, like you have to go get your guy, like or like quarterback, you know, you don't, you don't with offensive linemen. If there's one that you like, you can get later. They're still probably going to be there later. So I don't know why they had to spend a first round pick on an O-lineman. That's probably still going to be there for a second round pick. So I don't know. Raiders do dumb shit they get their eyes and then they shit the bread and that's the raiders i mean it's like it's perfectly raiders like to uh draft a guy um that's plays the same position even though there are so many better guys that are also at that same position that are also on the board let's look at henry ruggs literally last year right when jerry judy and cd lamb um justin jefferson they were all chase on claypool the board. 
Chase Claypool. Yeah. And yeah, there's Henry four Ruggs. or five better receivers than garbage guys Henry Ruggs. Yeah. I mean, but Henry Ruggs can run fast. So yeah. I guess that's how it works. I don't know. John Gruden's got this weird frustration to play certain players. And when he likes them, he just wants to get them so badly. Uh, it did, even if it's to the detriment of the team, you will go and get him. He's got his Gruden grinders, man. You got to support the Gruden grinders, which is six and 10. That's disgusting. <laughs> Just like the Gruden quarterback camp. Yeah. I mean, I want to highlight a very smart pick that I thought was um, good. And again, it's got to go back to the Chicago Bears. After they followed up with the Justin Fields pick, they went ahead and got Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma State. This kid's a mauler, and he is exactly what the Bears need because not only do they need to protect Justin Fields, but their offensive line was so awful last year. And David Montgomery, um, a lot has been said about him. He had a great end to the season, but that was mostly against bad running defenses. If they got a better offensive line for him, as well as Justin Fields, they're both going to ball out more. So I love this pick. I think that it's going to be great for them. He can instantly side in at right tackle, left tackle, whatever. And they're really building things right in Chicago, hopefully. Do you think this, uh, do you think the Justin Field picks affects um, Allen Robinson in any way? You know, he was, I think, gone and feels out the door until they franchise tagged him. So, you know, do you think that makes an impact there at all? I mean, it depends on when Fields uh, plays. Do you think he plays week one? I don't think he can play week one. I mean, you know, they got the Red Rocket or Red Rifle, whatever his name oh, is. That's true. They got they got the redhead over there. So I think he's going to play at least till Thanksgiving. And I, th- I mean, in respect to Andy Dalton, you can win. You can win and make playoffs with Andy Dalton. It's been done before, you know. Uh, I just think it's like at a certain point, there's going to be a, like you're going to see limitations from Chicago's offense. And, you know, it's going to obviously lead to some up, some upset Bears fan. And then you'll see Justin Fields coming, but I don't think that's an AB before Thanksgiving. It's a Dalton line. You don't know when he's like the he's the peak mediocrity of quarterbacks. Like you can win with him as well, but like you will always want something better. I think in that case, like okay, let's just let's put it out a thought experiment here. Let's say that Andy Dalton was the starting quarterback, and they say that he's the starting quarterback week one, right? Would you draft Allen Robinson? in your wide receiver one or two, like in your fantasy football, right? Not one, maybe two, probably not two. Any opposing thoughts? No, I fucking hate that guy. He was on my team last year. He sucks ass, kill himself. Alan Robinson? He was, yes. a, he was a beast, but PPR. Well, okay, for PPR, but PPR is for lames. What? PPR is the best. Best thing for fantasy football, which is why our league's gonna change the fantasy uh, PPR. No standards yes. orange. No. <laughs> I mean, it can't get much worse though, right? Like, if he was viable, wanted wide receiver one slash two with Mitch Trubisky, like he still has that same floor. I feel like you know, like remember the Allen Robinson and wide receiver one with Blake Bortles and Mitch Trubisky, bro. And I think it's if it's possible with those two trash cans, it's possible with Andy Dalton. <laughs> Stop slandering Mitch Trubisky. He won the MVP. <laughs> SpongeBob <The> MVP. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he's a goat. He's they wasted his started. potential. He's gonna take over for Josh Allen. Yeah, back. <laughs> That's a real truth. Trubisky. Um. Okay. 
So we had also three quarterback moves that are kind of under the radar, mostly because they weren't selected in the first round, but um, maybe a little bit surprising based off their destinations. Kyle Trask, everyone noted as the sixth best quarterback prospect. He went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the end of this uh, second round. And Kellen Mond, the Texas A&M quarterback, went to the Minnesota Vikings. Ian Book, the Notre Dame quarterback, who took him to a couple playoff appearances, went to New Orleans. And Sam Ellinger from Texas went to the Indianapolis Colts. Do you see any not, potential for those guys? Huh? Is there not one more? Uh, Davis Mills, right? He went Davis to the Texans. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Right. I mean, that. I don't think the Texans are going to do jack shit, but it, just uh, in fairness, we should mention him too, you know? Mention good old Davis. Shout out to Davis. <laughs> but I Davis think, in my man. opinion, the best out of those would be uh, Kellen Mond to the Vikings. I think oh, this yeah. is uh, leading to the eventual Kirk Cousins replacement. Um, I think he's only got a year left in him. I think this yeah. might sound wild right now, but I think they already said that Kirk Cousins was not happy with them drafting a backup quarterback. But I don't think the Vikings have been happy with Kirk Cousins' play. I think at this point, it just seems like both of them are unhappy. And, you know, you got a backup quarterback younger. He might not be the greatest. I don't know the exact, like, just description of Kellen Mond and who I can compare him to. But I think he's there's some upside there. Like, I mean, you know, he could be half decent. You know, it doesn't take much to be better than Kirk Cousins. There's good weapons around there. They're building right. They got Cook signed to the year, his contract extension. They have Justin Jefferson, Thielen. So their offense is not even that bad. So I think having a young quarterback, I think giving him a year, I undercut Cousins, he'll be fine next year to start for the Vikings. I think he's the only one out of these set of quarterbacks that will actually make a difference. Man, Kellen Mond, I don't know, man. Like the he's NFL good, compares, the comparison on him right now, if you go on NFL.com, his NFL comparison is Colin Kaepernick. And I love Colin, man. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> he led you guys to a, or a Super Bowl. Yeah, man. Like, I have his, to forget, Gab. I have his jersey. Forget, I have his jersey, dude. Okay, but you're yeah. gonna get a. But I, I just don't know because care. I just don't. I don't know, man. It's just hard for me to project any of these guys as like. I feel like the best one that has a chance of like success is Kyle Trask, and I hate and I don't like Kyle Trask. Not even a little bit. I saw his uh, Cotton Bowl performance. It was awful. But you got to, you know, realize that that also, um, he was playing without four of his wide receivers. He was playing without his all-world tight end, Kyle Pitts, in that uh, sense. But also the fact that he's going to Tampa Bay, where they are the Super Bowl champions. They have basically probably one of the most talented rosters in the NFL. So if he was going to learn anywhere, it would be, or like pre-put it in like a great situation, it'd be backing up the GOAT. It'd be being able to work. He said it. He said it. Huh? I'm, no, I'm going to edit that out. Don't worry. Oh, you fuck. <laughs> Goat asterisk. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> no, you're going to leave that shit in. Okay. Anyway. He's going to be able to work with guys like Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, uh, Chris Godwin, assuming they keep him by the time he starts. And then he's got an all-world defense. I like And Bruce Arians, you know? quarterback savant so i feel like he he's put in a great situation this could have been like he could have not landed in a better place than um tampa bay yeah i mean you know he's not very good though like him individually, <laughs> like i don't want to be like i mean you're right he, he he is in the best situation to succeed that has absolutely nothing to do with his talent though that's like, right 
I think any of those second, third round quarterbacks placed in Tampa Bay could have had talent, like, or at least a chance to like, you know, be a, a capable starter. But at the same time, you know, like, I don't know how long he'll be a starter for after. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he could be just one of those mid-level guys, right? Maybe he's like a mediocre guy. In, um, but I think he could be a starting quarterback in this league. Maybe not a particularly good one, but if you have the talent around him, maybe he could get better. It's just, hey, someone's got to be a bad quarterback, right? <laughs> exactly. Someone's got to be those. Uh, quarterback can be good. Who's a good, like, mediocre quarterback? Like Derek Drew Carr? Locke? Oh, Derek Carr? Damn. <laughs> I mean, he's Jimmy good. Garoppolo. But he's not. He's not. Yeah, Jimmy no. G's in that same tier. Take that back. How dare you? He was your guy, too. He won rings with you. He won oh, rings. He won oh, rings did for he you. Did he the rings for us? Yeah, he no. did. Just like Mac isn't going to. Fuck. He me. motivated Tom Brady to win those rings. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, better thank Jimmy G for those two rings. Oh, thanks, dude. The porn stash really brought us together. Yes. <laughs> Jimmy GQ. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think the other quarterbacks in the second and third rounds are going to make much of an addition. Not worth even mentioning. Yeah, they they might get some PT when a quarterback gets hurt, but no you, impact. You think Davis Mills is going to start for the Texans this year? I think he will <laughs> end up. Yes. The, season, the backup always gets playing time, too, after Tyrod. So, And don't think Deshaun Watson's playing. It's leaving Tyrod Taylor and Davis Mills. So that's a, one interesting quarterback room. Man, they're going to – Duke it out right there. Honestly, Tyra watch Taylor. Davis Mills like go ham just because of Tyra <laughs> Taylor being the, the QB starter, dude. Like, you know, yeah. like the Tyra Taylor. Yeah, he launched his careers. Yeah. I honestly think it is. Like, I don't know what their Tyra Taylor be putting in the other quarterback water, but it still makes them better. Because <laughs> like I'm trying to piss in their water, but it just makes them better. Oh my God. He just, just can't do it for himself. Nope. I highly encourage anyone. Playing in my fantasy leagues to draft Davis Mills. <laughs> Stud in the making. And anybody playing in mine to draft Mac Jones. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah McCall, I'll, I'll draft Mac Jones for you, dude. I'll draft, Ma- I'll draft him. You always got one homer pick in you, dude. Are you going to draft Mac Jones or Kendrick Bourne? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, scratch both. Scratch both. We'll get you Woodhead. Rex Burkhead, yeah. which one do you want? He's gonna, want Burkhead, He's gonna stack. He's gonna stack. Nah, dude, I'm gonna get both tight ends. Hunter Henry, bro. He's my guy. But uh, the other one is better. John. Johnny. John is uh, yeah. He's. I'm gonna have both of them. It's over for you guys. That's gonna be such a headache. Which one are you gonna start each week? I do not want to be involved. I'll in start that. both of them. Put them off. <laughs> Oh my god! Just for both of them, each you combined like one tight end switch. <laughs> <laughs> Cam Newton sails it over their head. Oh, fuck. No, dude, I'm telling you, Mac Jones is gonna be starting. I'm just gonna be crying the entire time I watch. Mac Jones I think they could be a playoff team next year. I think you're being a bit harsh on them. You're just trying to say Patriots? the opposite of what I'm saying, dude. You're such a liar. <laughs> Stop lying to me, bro. Just let me be sad. I'll get over. All right. it. Well, if you want to watch some good football, the Pittsburgh Steelers play every week too. Um, you want to watch some fun football? We got the Niners all day. Trey and Debo. Not even playing. I'd rather watch a Bengals games, dude. Jimmy G's gonna get hurt, and then Cherry Lance is gonna come in. We all know that's gonna happen. 
I don't like it, but it's gonna happen. Watch Trey Lance be a buzz, dude. No, no games. In Can't say years. that. Are you kidding me? Hey, hope it didn't work. Never, hey, hey, they always, there's always only one or two quarterbacks that work out. And if Trevor Lawrence is as good as everybody says he is, and he's one of them, out of out of the rest four, there's only going to be one good quarterback. It's Trey. No, I called it. I called it. It's going to be Fields. <laughs> it's going to be Fields, dude. You know it's going to be Fields too, Matt. Yeah, Chicago's going to fuck it up somehow. No way. What if we just say that Trevor Lawrence is, I know, he, he gets the Andrew Luck treatment in Jacksonville and just dies out there. Well, oh, that's man. not going to happen. Lack of support. James Robinson had to leave. <laughs> James Robinson the real, is going to block <laughs> He was a real star. <laughs> he, he was holding, he held, holds out for him. Hey, talking about quarterbacks that are going to leave. Oh, yeah. We should talk about the the Jeopardy host himself. Yes. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers says he's not gonna leave. He's only got he's only gonna stay if they fire the GM. And I think I don't know, man. I would take the I would take Aaron Rodgers over any GM in the league. I don't know about you guys. Uh no, Aaron Rodgers isn't that good. I'll keep the GM. Oh my lord. <laughs> We're gonna talk about this. <laughs> I mean, just a crybaby bitch. Put that on the air. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's gonna fucking find you. Oh my god! Hey, dude, bring Shaylin with you, dude. I'm down. What do you, <laughs> what do you mean, man? Like they don't, they don't give that man anything, bro. They trapped him trash, and then he makes that trash look good. And then, then people are like, "Wow, look, the Packers are so good." Yeah, it's me. Aaron Rodgers is that good. Like, come on, man. Like, oh my god, yeah, he has Devontae Adams, dude. That's all you need, and you have yeah, you had Aaron Jones. He got Marquez Valdez Scantling and Alan Lazard as his other two guys. Those guys are okay. So no, they're not. Look they're at Tom Brady. Look at who Tom Brady had. Okay, Tom Brady had worse players, and he, he and he was better. Yeah, but Patriots. he had a he had a good defense. He, did you forget about those days where you had number one? You got, no, the, 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 the Packers. De- I'm pretty sure the Packers defense was ranked top ten last season. No, oh, they didn't play like it in the damn playoffs. They like Tyler. Well, okay, look, dude. Maybe not, because they didn't have a good Tom enough Brady fucking leader, dude. They let Scotty Miller shit on him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there are five other receivers better on Look, dude, when you need some to lean on, don't lean on fucking Aaron. That's all I'm saying, dude. He's not going to get you there. He's not championship worthy. I mean, he's already anything. got them there, though, bro. What do you mean? You, he got them there Aaron once, Rogers dude. Who cares? He's trying to fight for his Look, spot. He, he, Look, he finally had a good defense. Everyone was always saying that the Packers never had a good defense to help uh, Aaron Rodgers. Last year, top 10. I don't know what happened. Corners got shredded. Straight shredded. Their safeties are shredded. Their pressure okay. was not getting there. There was Tom Brady had beautiful pockets. I don't know, man. I don't think no. I. They. They. It's not like Love I'm not saying. I'm not saying that though. their picks are bad. I'm just saying that like, okay, you take you take that you take that Jordan Love pick back last year, right? So that's one dumbass pick that could have been a <laughs> viable starter somewhere else on that team. You can't tell me that there wasn't a position that they could have filled with their with even if they're gonna didn't trade up that you know because they traded up to get Jordan Love. So if they didn't trade up, they still could have found a receiver or offensive lineman or a DB or something, you know. And even this year, okay, they're gonna go and address the cornerback issue. They did like the fourth best cornerback off the board. Like there wasn't even like there's better corners that went in the second round than the Packers got in the first round. I, I mean, don't know. I think the Packers, I, I think I the Packers are that. not. Okay, no, no, dude. 
Because I, I experienced this with fucking Tom Brady, okay? He, they never gave him anything. Yeah, they would stack the defense. Okay, the defense is always good. But in, on offense, you know, de- defense wins you. Okay, de- I'll admit defense wins you championships, okay? But uh, Aaron Rodgers is supposed to be the best quarterback, and he's, he should be able to carry. Like, can't you fucking, like, manage the clock better or something? Make sure your defense isn't always out there or some shit like that, dude? Come on. Where are your excuses? No, you had a no, top no, 10 no, defense no, no. last no, 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 season. No, 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 no. The thing is that it's not just about the fact that he's not carrying. Look, dude, I'm not gonna team, look. Right? You don't need, to, not, you don't need to. He is carrying the team. I'm right? not gonna listen, he, dude. Aaron Rodgers is shit. <laughs> he literally won the MVP, right? He literally won the MVP this year. This year, right? But did he deserve it? Yes. Yes. No, he does not, dude. Who else does, dude? Aaron Aaron Jones, dude. He's oh the better Aaron. Why is there always extra people in the secondary and not lined up in the box? Because they're so scared of fucking Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Let them waste Aaron Rodgers' time for another year, bro. And yeah, dude, do retire, it, dude. I don't want to see that fucker win anyway. And go to Jeopardy, bro. He, he has a great spot in Pittsburgh, bro. No, oh my he, God. I know. I'll, I'll, gladly Rogers, <laughs> I'll, I'll gladly take Aaron Rodgers, though. I'll gladly take Aaron Rodgers. Are you sure? Oh, Mac All Jones of a sudden, is younger. I'll gladly take Aaron Rodgers, bro. After just slurring his name for like the last <laughs> ten minutes. Oh, no, look, 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 look. Okay, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. He's a good quarterback, but he's he's a bitch. Okay, he's not a great leader. Holy shit! Tom Brady yells at his fucking wide receivers every week when they, yeah, fuck, when he okay, fucking dude. overthrows that shit. Oh, no, there was no overthrow. He's playing fucking safe, dude. He doesn't even know what down it is. Okay, look, dude. Look, when, okay, uh, Tom Brady would make the right play. It's not like where um, Jimmy G overthrows somebody, okay? That's not the same yeah, thing. Yeah, we fixed that shit. He He's makes gone. a thing. <laughs> when Tom Brady th- overthrows, it's so that he doesn't get intercepted. He's like, okay, I'll put it somewhere where he, the defender can't get it and just pray that the, the fucking shit wide receiver that I have can grab it. No, he overthrows it because he wants the P.I. call. You fucking... <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I don't know, bro. You know, Aaron Rodgers, you you hating on him now, but the day he if he got traded to the Patriots or some shit, you would be the first one to fall in love with him. It'd be um, the same thing. It'd be the same situation with LeBron James and to the Lakers. I hate that fucker, but I want the Lakers to win. So I don't watch the games. Look, it's a lack of support. It's the fact that you know he Aaron is not getting any support the only the last offensive skill player that the Packers have drafted in this decade was Jordan Love right his literal (laughs) replacement so he has not been getting any support from the Packers for years now and and then he and then like they literally wasted the draft right they went to the NFC championship with the roster even though their first two picks Jordan Love and fucking AJ Dillon right they barely played so that's makes, what I'm talking about. They, it's not even just a lack of like maybe he's not talented enough. It doesn't matter. He is. He's the MVP. But the package. Aaron Rodgers was a bad leader. Like you put, if you take those first two picks and you put two, because the first round pick and your second round picks are usually, if you draft well, <laughs> starters that are yeah. supposed to be out there and playing, especially your first round pick. And you put two people that didn't even touch the game out there in the NFC Championship. If you tell me that those two picks were a corner and another receiver or something, they don't beat the Buccaneers. They were in that game, and that man was running for his life, and their defense was giving up two-play touchdowns. And you're telling me that with the better – I'm just those, saying like, it's the same the situation with Brady because Bill Belichick doesn't even draft well anyway. So, like, anyone they fucking draft, it's shit. Like, Tom Brady can't use them, so he has to make them better. Can Aaron Rod- I know Aaron Rodgers didn't get any help, okay? 
But Tom Brady didn't either. But he still won championships. Yeah, Aaron Aaron Rodgers had top 10 defense last year, okay? He finally had it in his hand. also has top 10 defenses. No, but that's what I'm saying. My God. That's what I'm saying. Tom Brady was able to work with the shit that he had on offense, and he still won championships. Aaron Rodgers should be able to do the same thing if he's as good. Okay, but that's because that's because Bill Belichick drafted to win now. That's the difference, bro. No, no he did not. Motherfucker has like, never won. Are you fucking future, kidding bro? me, dude? Okay, dude. They're drafting <laughs> their future with Jordan Love and A.J. Dillon from last year and then just shit picks from this year. Dude, that's they true. don't know what they're doing, bro. That, that's the end of it. Like, it's not about that they're not surrounding it. Obviously, they've gotten decent players around him without even using first-round picks. But imagine all, all everybody's been trying to say, imagine if you actually use those picks and you put better players around him. Like, that first-round pick. Still the same shit, dude. They could have the traded shit. up. Instead of Jordan Love, they could have got Justin Jefferson. And you're telling me that Jordan Love, who had zero, zero attempts in that game, would have had more of an impact on the NFC Championship game than Justin Jefferson could have. Yeah. I mean, I, yes. and you're, he has a right to be mad and want to be out of there, bro. No, like, he absolutely the does. Steelers are bending okay, down look, for fucking sure. Big Ben, who's fucking 40 and ass. <laughs> and the Packers are always the man that just won MVP. How does that work? How does that work? Dude, you, uh, you guys aren't going to get it. You're not going to. Um, maybe I'm not explaining it well enough, but I, I'm just saying. I understand the point you're trying to make, Gav, but at the same time, Aaron Rodgers deserves to leave just because he – just because, you know, Tom Brady – Look, left, dude, if, if right? you're going to fucking he, draft no, a no, quarterback, no. if you're going to draft a quarterback that you're scared of, okay, then leave, you pussy. Like, Tom Brady yeah, – Or you can force, force him out like Jimmy yeah, G, you can, right? Yes. <laughs> no, but – Yeah, or you could cry like Tom Brady and then want both – He didn't cry person. publicly, okay? He didn't cry publicly. Yeah. He got that motherfucker. Yeah, who cares? Aaron Rodgers <laughs> fucking cries out. He cries and then he t- he leaks it all to the fucking uh, so, the So it sounds like the, the only difference here. Only difference here is Tom no, Brady dude, you keep and get what he wants. No, dude, he doesn't cry at all. That's the thing. We don't even know if he cried. He's just like, uh, whatever. He and, like, on apparently, the appa- Brady that's because he's a fucking competitor, dude. Down. I don't even think Aaron Rodgers is a fucking competitor, dude. Look, 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 look. Tom Brady also left. the baddest bitches, Yo, but that's it. Tom Brady still left. He still left yeah. when all this happened. You're talking like he's still there. Is he not there? He's no. there in my heart. It's okay. Mac Jones now. Oh, in God. Work, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he left because he felt like he wasn't getting the support and okay, he no. felt like it was time to move on, right? Yeah, and we literally, had, we literally had nobody on off. Literally nobody. At least... Uh, the Packers still have Aaron Jones and fucking Devontae. You can use those. You have Robert Tony, and he seems okay now. Yeah. Yeah, but the team. But the the defense, thing is, they're the not defense drafting. is okay. They're getting better. I don't know but what even they, even in that those shit in the most shit like last what two years ago when the Patriots were ass right and like yes. they, you like you just stated they they had no help around they were trying they just missed on their picks you know there's a difference. They missed. Yeah. No, who but did, it's a, basically did. the same thing. Who no, 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 no. It's, 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 it's not. No, it's, it's because you don't trust counts. your fucking – look, counts. dude. It's a thought that counts when you're drafting. Yeah, that's thought that if, you're trying to surround, if you're trying to surround Aaron Rodgers with talent, it's easier than it would be because, you know, like he's he's an incredible thrower of the football. So anybody that plays around him will be look better, Just bro. Keep but the people they draft Rogers, aren't even dude. getting on the field, bro. Just keep making excuses for Rodgers. I don't give a no, fuck. Man. It's no, it's just, it's there's a difference. It's the between truth. Them it's leaving, the same right? shit that Tom Brady did. Now you're yeah. just being hypocritical when someone else yeah. is trying to do it. <laughs> 
Oh wait, wait, no. Okay, wait. Let me comment on whether because... not. Let me let me comment on whether or not he should leave. Okay, yes, okay, he should okay. leave. Fine. Yeah. Fine. He yeah. can leave. That is some shit. Okay. <laughs> but if, he's not good. That's all I was saying. Like, he's not good. Unless he comes to the Patriots, then I'll love him a little bit more. But I'll just move yeah, on. Okay. Gabriel, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What? What are our predictions for? How does this all end up happening? What is our? What is our final Aaron Rodgers statements? Prediction. Honestly, it is so hard to like. I can't. I don't. I can't imagine him leaving. Else. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally. I, like I honestly think Farley. he might retire. I think. I think. Retire? I think right now. I think retirement is. I think the best choice for him because he's gonna. He, I think he's gonna get a bag from Jeopardy and whatever other stuff <laughs> that he wants. So like, it's not. It's not about the money at this point. You know, like, like it's obviously he wants to win, and if he doesn't feel like he's winning or he's not getting properly supported in Green Bay, then you know. I don't know why he would stay there. And, and they're refusing to trade him. And I don't know how many teams would really be looking to trade, like, almost their whole future other than, like, the Broncos for Aaron Rodgers, you know? So we'll see what 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 Aaron Rodgers ends up doing here. The Broncos should trade for him. It's like, yeah, they it's, should. It's a no doubt. Especially since they fucking, they fucking passed on Justin Fields. Like, Seriously, even that, too. That's what I was like, oh, man, we're getting Justin Fields. Because yeah. the Broncos dropped and drafted and I swear, if they literally drafted um, whoever, Patrick Sertan, right, just because they thought they were getting Aaron Rodgers, that is the dumbest move I've ever seen. You draft the quarterback just because you yeah, think, I think you I might think they were in Aaron the Rodgers. I think they're in the mindset that, that they're going to go all in on Aaron Rodgers when the opportunity is available. Yeah, I mean, classic Denver. It's You got to think you a little bit. You can't draft the quarterback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best one available every, every six years. <laughs> Get the Hall of Fame guy somehow out of luck every time their team is good this year i think i don't know brad i think i think the broncos the biggest, yeah they're 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 oh yeah yeah they need to they need to make a play for aaron Rodgers, row because uh yeah. teddy two gloves and <laughs> that's that's not it right there you don't but you're telling me you don't believe in lock dude that guy bobs no Okay. Yeah, hey, I've messed with Locke when he was on the sideline and doing a little dancing in the song. Singing songs on the sideline, and I really thought he, he was. It's like, damn, he's really feeling himself. He must be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Rogers isn't gonna leave. I feel like the only. I think it's just a matter of like it's always been this way with him, right? His ego, right? Everyone's always been worried about his ego, and. It just depends on whether he loves the game enough to literally say, like, I'm not I'm gonna leave the game just because the Packers aren't treating me right. Right. I I really feel like that isn't the case for him. Is he really that like self-absorbent in himself that he's like, okay, they really treated me that badly that I'm going to leave the game forever. I'm gonna retire if they don't trade me. I just don't see that happening. So you think he's gonna play it out this year? I think he's still gonna play. Mm. I, I, if he plays, he's not going to be in Green Bay. Yeah. I think I he's going to do his best, right? Maybe he'll want to be here now. No, I, I think, like I said earlier, when we first started this discussion, if they're not going to fire the GM, which I would personally, I would. You, don't, you don't find quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers, even though Aaron Rodgers might only have three or four years left, we've clearly seen this GM is not capable of making proper decisions in draft day. And, you know, the rest of it is history. So, I think I, if it was up to me to keep Aaron Rodgers, it all I'd have to do is trade Jordan Love and get and buy a GM. I would do it. You know, you're not going to find better quarterbacks 
like that. You know, you did with Favre somehow. You know, you found Rodgers, but, you know, the next one is not love. So, I don't know. I would trade Aaron Rodgers or do something with him. I don't know. It's just at this point, there's nothing going to happen there. You got to make him happy at the very least. Like, if you're going to say that you're committed to Aaron right now, you're not going to trade him, you might you have to do something then. Because the Packers didn't even do anything this draft either. They drafted a <laughs> cornerback. They drafted a center in the second round. And then what? I, I don't – I think they eventually drafted a uh, wide receiver for once. Amari uh, Rodgers out of Clemson, wide receiver. So finally they got someone. But you cannot say that, you know, that you're trying, but at the same time you still are doing the exact same things that Rodgers is pissed at you about. So something's got to change. It's I just, you know, I think I think it's because you look around the league, you know, you, Gav, you mentioned that Tom Brady was the standard of quarterbacks, you know. Like, yeah. So. He is like Mr. Air, like, you know, the GOAT, right? So six mm-hmm. rings. And he decided he could leave. There wasn't enough for a man that has six rings. And Rodgers has one. It can, you know, is getting shot on in these NFC championship games two years in a row. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, those are the teams that are going to like, you know, really are competing like those are the top tier teams that you need to beat right to yeah. win and those quarterbacks are moving around like tom brady and stuff like that and rookie quarterbacks like trevor lawrence are getting the guys they want you can't after winning what two three mvps a super bowl super bowl mvp you can't just get a receiver in the first round like but it to trevor lawrence who hasn't played a snap can get etienne in the first yeah. round he was <laughs> 20 picks before him Come on, that's just this is disrespectful. That's a slap in the face, you know. And it's hard to just give go back into the state, like the stadium, go practice again. This for next year, you get slapped in the face again. You know, it's about pride, and Aaron Rodgers is a big ego, so I don't know how long he'll be there. Yeah, you make a good point. It's very true. I can't believe, yeah, Trevor Lawrence has more pull on than Aaron Rodgers. I just yeah, can't exactly. see it happening. Come on, that's just that's just disrespectful, man. <laughs> But where um, he goes, that's beyond me. I don't know where he could go. That fits. We're talking about I think, perfect I, fit. I think Denver makes sense, obviously, because they did it with Manning. They kind of got a similar roster to that, yeah. where they got a bunch of, you know, ready-to-win guys except quarterback position. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe Denver would be the spot, but I heard the Raiders were interested. I don't know why you'd want to go to the Raiders. That just seems no. like a shit show with him and Joe, <laughs> John, not. John Gruden. But – other than that, other than those two teams, I don't know where else you could go. That really teams are really trying to die for a quarterback, you know, that are trying to win now with the quarterback because that's what you have to be if you want Rodgers, you know. Yeah, it's, it's not a short term plan. Yeah, it's a short term, right? It'd be crazy if you went to the Panthers. Yeah, I mean, I don't know because <laughs> it's like, what do they think of love? You know, so you're, you know, like, do you want a bunch of picks to get a new quarterback, or are you just gonna get a bunch of picks to like rebuild with love? Yeah. You've really, never seen him really play, right? Because that fucking Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> they just drafted him just to draft him. Yeah. yeah. Dude. No, it's just to stoke the fires a little bit, you know? Yeah. Wrestle them up. I mean, trade up for him. Don't, remember, don't forget <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's even more flames to the fire. It's good. Uh, okay. I mean, well, that about does it in terms of a crazy NFL draft weekend. It's been a pleasure as always to have this spirited discussion with both of you and as well as Nando. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think this was one of the best drafts entertainment wise. I don't know why, but I personally felt like 
like just all the trades and all the speculations and like everything was just kind of like fun to watch sort of, you know? Yeah. And everyone was happy at the end. I think, yeah, teams are finally smart this season, except, except or this draft, except for um, the Raiders. Right. I, yeah, I agree oh, with that. I'd say like, the, like just looking at a lot of teams draft boards, like you could just say like, that was a good draft for them. I don't think you can really like say that many years where there's so many question marks, so many teams say like trading up for some people they don't need. But I think for the most part, like, like there might have been like a questionable pick, like, well, you'll be a couple picks too high or anything. But yeah. overall, I felt like that's like 95% of the teams did really well on draft day. Yeah. But ultimately, we'll all have to see how it turns out on the field. So, from all of us here at Sports Console, thank you for listening and uh, be back for another episode soon. Thank yeah. you.